Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. We got that some bitch. That guy who uh, torched that sign, we got him. We got an update. Benny Johnson interviewed John Kane with some updates. And there's some uh, there's still some controversy surrounding this. So I want to play uh, a, a, a portion of this interview Benny did with uh, John Kane. John Kane, the homeowner who had his Trump sign burned. For, for those that aren't familiar, here's the context. Some psychotic anti-Trump Democrat was riding his bike past this guy's house. He sees a Trump one sign, kicks it, comes back a day later, sets it on fire, comes back three days later, sets it on fire again. This dude's been caught. He's been charged with, was it? It was just at night. It was like four in the morning when he yeah, did. When he, 420. When he, when he came back, just so that people understand the day later, it was like. I, but I I think there was like a day gap. Oh, it was a day like, gap. But yeah, still it was like, like the 13th the and he came back on the 15th. Oh, okay. But still like three in the morning. Yeah. 420. Right, right, right. 420. I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. It was 419 <laughs> and then 420. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's being charged with two misdemeanors. And here's the here's the clip from uh, Benny Johnson. Uh, what's going to happen to this guy? Is there any updates on will he be charged? Will he be sued? Give us the legal. Yeah. Effect. So, so some good, some bad. So, uh, the good first. Uh, my attorney worked hard, and we filed a civil lawsuit against him last night. Uh, he'll be served by the Wake County Sheriff today. Uh, Raleigh PD got the the detective assigned to it. Went and met with him. I was told that he cried and was very remorseful. Uh, wow. But um, he said that he didn't know who I was. It was just anger at the Trump sign. And when the officer told me that, I said, he didn't know who I was. I'm an American. That's all I am. I don't care if I was Bill Gates or living under a bridge. I'm an American. So that told me he wasn't remorseful. He was sad he got caught. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the Wake County District Attorney, uh, who is a Democrat, has not been a Soros-like Democrat, as far as I know, has decided to charge him not with to uh, felony, you count the felony arson, which the statute clearly applies here, a hundred percent. But to two misdemeanor counts of uh, injury to real property, which will carry no jail time. Uh, it is a blatant undercharge, uh, and the basis for that, the district attorney is saying that because the sign was affixed to the ground. It's treated as real property, not personal property, which changes how they would charge in North Carolina. Uh, it is a gross miscarriage, miscarriage of the law. It is clearly a DA playing politics and undercharging this gentleman so that he will not serve time as, as he should. Uh, so it it is um, what folks that live around here ought to think about is that what's happening here in this undercharge? And so, what, your house didn't burn. It's just a sign. It doesn't have that much value. Okay, those things are true. But look at any other major city in this country that has gone to hell. Look at San Francisco. What happened there? Well, they changed. They made it illegal, a misdemeanor to steal less than a thousand dollars. So, what happens? People steal less than a thousand dollars. Look at Seattle. Look at Portland. When you don't apply the rule of law the same to everyone and you don't actually charge a crime for what it is, you encourage more of that activity. And that's what this DA is doing. 
That's the yeah, whole point I mean, of loss. Wow. It, it, it's really, it's really, this guy's really lucky, Jim White, that he didn't go sightsee at the United States Capitol on the morning of January 6th because he'd be in federal prison for the next 20 years. But you can burn yep. down, you can light someone's home on fire effectively with their sleeping children inside and get a slap on the wrist. I thought that, I, I thought that North Carolina was a place for good old fashioned. Well, so here's the good news. Uh, we have, um, finalize the legal process to pay out the reward. So that is, what's that? It's an old killer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this is the crazy thing. Like people need, I, I don't want to go into the the details of it, but there it is. It is not as simple as like, oh, you found the guy. Here's a check. We can't do that. You you cannot do that. So talk to a lawyer, uh, wrote, wrote up, wrote up the re requisite uh, uh, documents and then uh, contacted the gentleman after uh, we confirmed his identity with legal and uh, we've begun the, the, the process by which he will be paid out, which means the exact transfer of funds should happen in like the next couple of hours. Oh, uh, like awesome. it, 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 it's hard because people are like, why don't you just zell him or like Venmo? Because you can't. There's there's considerations as to what it means to offer someone a reward. And so there's like tax implications and things like that. So there's legal requirements as to how you pay them. You can't just write, write someone a check. Do you get taxed when you hand the reward over? I have to pay taxes and he has to pay taxes. Okay. Yeah. You don't just get to keep, like, you get money. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not exactly sure how it's uh, categorized. We just have accounting and legal taking care of it. He also had to like sign a form and then, you know, our accountants handle the money transfer or whatever. But um, there's awesome, the good news. Man. We caught the guy. He's not getting away with it. He's being sued civilly. That's something there. I'm not so sure I agree with this being an, uh, an undercharge though, because this guy Jim White probably has no record. And the DA has to consider if this guy goes into court, are they going to be lenient on him? And if I overcharge him, say two counts of arson, do they throw it out entirely and, and just say, that's ridiculous. He burned a flag effectively. Arson, you're, you want to put him in prison for 15 years over this? And they'll dismiss it. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, you know, ethically think there's something to it too. If he has no prior issues at all legally, you give him the misdemeanors, you fine him, sue him, whatever. And then if he does it again, arson. This is this is pointless, right? But the the I mean, the point that I'm making is it, like it doesn't really matter. But like, if it were a Trump supporter burning Biden stuff, there is a strong likelihood that the prosecutor would be throwing the book at them domestic terrorism charge. and there would be yeah there might be it might even be domestic terrorism yeah honestly but i truly truly believe that if it were a were if the roles were reversed and it, it it's so tiresome to say that because it's it's we live in a consistent you know double standard uh, legal system you know th that the people on the right are treated differently to people on the left um and it's just exhausting <clears throat> But it's true. Like Benny's right, though. If this guy went onto Capitol grounds with his bike and no lighter, he'd be in prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's freaking Locked nuts, up. man. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you, do you think that this uh, this psychotic anti-Trump guy is indicative of, of, of an escalation? I don't know. I, I think it kind of pulled the curtain back on some of the dumb shit that's been happening. And he feels super embarrassed about it. This guy, John, what's his name? John, Jim White. Jim White is the guy's the 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 burner 
Uh, I think he's humiliated right now and will probably never do it again. So, oh, that, that's a, I'm not convinced. a lot of assumption. Like, I am not this convinced. This could just fucking wreck his peaceful, normal, if, normy life. I don't not know. Not if he gets a, a light sentence. Right. The, the point of not giving him a heavy sentence isn't because of the of what would happen to his life. It's because you don't believe that you can get the charges to stick. Right. So it's like the the argument being made or the, at least the argument that we're making as to why he shouldn't be over why why they wouldn't overcharge him is because they don't want it to stick. Not because um, it's not worth it. You know, I mean, it's still arson. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. What do you think? seems like peak 2016 like trump derangement syndrome coming back and i think we were just talking about how the election cycle is starting to ramp up in all the various ways i don't know i mean i think i i can see both sides but i don't know i think the left is very good and very into making examples out of republicans whenever they like just deviate out of line yep. by like point oh 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 one percent and the fact that we're even having this conversation about like oh what's the right thing to do here it's because we're good people and we don't That's... use incidents like these to really just try to destroy people's life we try to parse through it but yeah that's a that's a that's a fair point actually yeah. there's probably a ton of trump supporters who on their first offense with no charges like those proud boys up in new york they get into a fight with antifa and now they get they get four years mm -hmm. This guy sets fire to, to a guy's property twice. And it's, and it's like no jail time. Mm -hmm. Two times in, in two days he did it. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Well, see, you know, the world's ending. I, and, I, I uh, think it's great. Nah, the world's good. No, it's all over. <laughs> Humans are. It's, it's, are it's, all, it's all over. Uh, give up. We're. Uh, 
No, I don't know. Crazy people are going to do crazy things. But I certainly think, expect to see more of this as we go into 2024. Sign burning. Violence. Violence and attempted murder and arson and other crazy shit. Remember that last last year or last uh, election season, there were people that were electrifying their signs and people were grabbing them, you know? (laughs) There was one story where a guy put spikes under it and then a woman hit it with her car and it busted her tires out. Oh my gosh. No step on yeah, this. Yeah, uh, this actually happened to some family of mine. People kept kept ripping out the Trump sign. So Vaseline was placed all over it. <laughs> and then it stopped. <laughs> Need a Trump hologram in your it's front yard product. so no one can break it. A Trump hologram doing that dance? Yeah. yeah. That is thing, the, like, yes. Oh my God, I want that. Like if I could get like, you know, the, the dancing Santas yeah. and stuff, I would love, because he does the same dance all the time. You could totally do that like. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Who yeah, taught that ho- guy to dance? We need hologram signage now. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think the world's actually ending. I just think that you can expect to see a lot more of this coming up in 2024. The far left is going to get uh, absolutely insane. Yep. And I think we'll this see. is this is a, an example of a guy did some horrible shit, burned a dude's sign in his front yard twice, and someone, some citizen gave a shit enough to make a big deal out of it and to issue a reward to find the guy that burned the sign. That's an awesome story. Now, if whether or not this guy gets the book thrown at him or not, I don't know. He'll probably never do it again. I'd be sh- shocked. He probably is shitting himself right now for something he thought um, wasn't a big deal. Unless the DA says, look, I hate the guy, you know, so mm-hmm. I think it's funny, but you know, we got to do something. So we'll give you a slap on the wrist. And he's probably smiling, being like, oh, all right. She's like, no jail time. Be a slap on the wrist. You're going to be fine. The Hunter Biden re- treatment. Yeah, it right. really depends on who the, the, it depends on the court. And the people he hang out with are going to high five him. Oh, yeah. I think the issuing they're gonna rewards. They're going to be like, yeah, we saw the video, dude. Fuck yeah. And they're going to fist bump him. The issuing rewards to people that turn in criminals is pretty interesting. And it doesn't have to be like a high profile issuance every time because then it puts targets on the people that are issuing the money. But like it could be a crowdfunded thing that maybe you and Benny could work to set up or somebody could set something up where you could donate a, mo- a dollar a month and you're putting it towards Benny a fund. What's that? I'm glad Benny jumped on it too. I think we're the only ones aside from John who are like, yo, let's catch this guy. Yeah. It, 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 this is the shit that blows my mind. So we want to do the skateboard thing where I'm like, we'll put 20 grand towards this. Let's fucking change someone's life. And they're like, no. All three organizers hit up our guy at the same time saying no. And I'm like, okay. But outside of that, fine, fuck it, whatever. Benny goes down to East Palestine and he gives out 20 grand. Where is anyone else? Me, me and like, Benny and I are not the richest people in the world. We're doing well. He's got a big channel with million, you know, million plus subs. We've got our, our channel, million, million plus subs. We're doing well enough to do cool shit like this, to track down evil people or nasty people, to give rewards, to to do things benefit the community. Where the fuck is everybody else? Rogan's doing it. He's doing his comedy club. That's kind of a benefit to society. I, I half agree. Uh, he is doing the comedy club. It is a lot of work and I can respect that. But I'm saying like, yo, Rogan's got a hundred times the money that I got. He could do a lot. He could be doing bigger, crazier shit than he does. I'm not saying he has to. I'm just saying he could. He doesn't have to do that. I'm just saying, where is everybody else? Not everybody's motivated to influence culture the way that you are, though. That's one of the things that this that you do here, and that's one of the reasons why like, I was like, oh, you know, I would like to be involved with what you guys got going on, is because it's not just about, oh, I'm doing a podcast. you know. And, and Joe is an influential guy, but he's not going out of his way to say, I'm going to do other creative projects. Right. He just wants to hang out with his friends and have conversations. Which is cool and more power or, to him. But 
we're trying to fix shit. Yeah. You know, that, that's the thing. Joe. No, very few people who do. Yeah. He, he's not he, like he doesn't do it for a political goal. And honestly, he's not really ideologically motivated. This is trying to actually have a make a mark. And so I think the reason the difference is people that are looking to try to change things are that technically kind of fall into an activist area. That's what, you know, the whole Tim Timcast uh, project is about. And I think that Benny's probably like that, whereas Joe isn't really a political. And, and someone just pointed out, Potato says Rogan pays comics way more than normal. No, for sure. Oh, Good solid. Like Joe, Joe's putting the money, like he's helping a lot of people. And Comedy Mothership is really, really good in, in affecting culture because canceled comics or comics that are scared to make jokes don't kind of worry about that with Comedy Mothership. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I half agree on the, on the Rogan issue. He is doing awesome shit. And his podcast alone does a lot. So I'm not, I'm not going to talk about Joe Rogan in this regard. But there's a lot of other people who are on Twitter who got lots of money and could be doing anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, look. I, I saw the videos at All for Five Grand. Benny was like, count me in. And I'm just like, anybody else? Who are, I don't want to, I don't want to start calling out all my rich friends, but like, I want to talk about it like in private kind of like who, who are they? Who are the people? And like, what could they be doing? And I mean, obviously I should put my money where my mouth is if I'm going to call people out by name. So like first person that comes to mind is Jack Posobiec. What the fuck, Jack? No, I'm just kidding. Jack. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't, is know Jack rich doing. though? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't. But I wonder, I wonder if there's people that are sitting on like a, a, a million dollars a month income or something that only spend a. Uh, two percent of it and they're like just accruing dot funny money right now and like what could they be doing they're, maybe they're even wondering what could i be doing uh, most people they make the money they store it they invest it and then they do their shit like without calling out any individual host of any other show there are a lot of conservative commentators and pundits who are making fuck tons of money we're not not a million bucks a month Ian. we're talking three to five million a month good grief yeah some i'm, I'm not gonna I, I know how much a lot of these guys are making I'm not going to call them out. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I'm not here to drag anybody. I'm just here to say, I would expect more. But that's, that, that's why I'm like, you got to cut the path. You're clearing sometimes the path. It's, it's basically you're clearing a path. People like Benny, people that are doing it now, this will resonate for decades and people will start yeah. picking up the, the pattern. Well, let's uh, let's go to callers. Let's see what y'all have to say. Okie doke. Indeed we shall. The Indian Jesus. I'd love to hear what your take is. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for uh, taking my question and uh, for everything you guys do. Of course, thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, my question, uh, you know, uh, Vivek talks about the, uh, the substitution theory. Like if you have a God-sized hole in your heart, something is going to fill it. So my question yep. is, why doesn't uh, like the anti-woe conservative side of the culture war have something to fill it, specifically like an American identity? One that says we value community, family, gratitude, the types of things that you would find within Christianity, but also like capitalism, uh, patriotism, and things that, you know, it doesn't conflict with Christianity. Well, I think there's too many leftists who hate anything religion, and so they get sucked into leftist ideology by default because they throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because you need a mission. Are we not, are, are we not better off? Uh, bring them to our side with this American identity that no. doesn't conflict with, with uh, you know, Christianity. You need a mission. The left, so the right has a mission. Honor God and, and God gives you purpose. The left has a mission. Evil white supremacy must be destroyed. The mission we would need is like, go to Mars. So we need to build a culture around a shared national identity that has a, that has a is mission driven. It was a lot easier during the Cold War because we had communists to worry about. We had a collective, uh, a collective enemy. Now we don't. So these people who have no faith, 
Just say like, please, I'm desperate. Give me purpose. And the left offers that to them. Just saying, love America. Not enough. Support the Constitution. Not enough. It's got to be like, and it's going to be hard to do when you're fighting communists, but it's got to be like a grandiose collective mission that everyone partakes in. So do you think that there's nothing outside? Because I'm personally an atheist, but like I, I said, I, I have very, uh, I, I value Christian values very, very much. And, you know, I try very hard on my channel to bridge the gap. And, and it seems like religion is such a roadblock because, you know, because of what I was saying that like so many people, and I was with this way once that like anything religion, I'm not here for it. And so everybody on the right there, it's God, 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 God. And I, if we can all come to the same place that we believe these things, why does it matter how we came to believe those things? I'm not saying that we, you're wrong, that we, we, we would need something bigger, but it, is it possible for us to have that something bigger that drives this American identity? Yeah, we have to make it. We got to win the culture war. Well, I mean, follow me on YouTube, guys. I'm doing my best. Look, <laughs> one, one, one of the collective uh, enemies is the woke. And that's why you have post-liberals, mm -hmm. libertarians, conservatives. They found purpose in fighting this woke machine mm -hmm. yeah. and the establishment, et cetera. I thought you made a good point about how religion is kind of whack. And not that I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that I'm not religious. I don't like I always thought it was weird watching people believe something just without proof. I'm like, OK, I just went to science class earlier today. I'm not falling for this shit, but I do believe right. in God. That's something different that came outside of the whole religious pursuit. Maybe because I was in a, a Judeo-Christian based society, I under, became to understand what God is, or maybe it's just because that's the natural order of things, that there is a God. I don't know. But I think nothing can fill that hole. That, 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 that is, that's like, you gotta, you gotta, I don't know if everyone needs to believe in God, but the religion that, and God I mean, are different, I basically. Was yeah, because I, I was I was uh, born into the Catholic Church. I was confirmed in the Methodist Church, and then it was my journey to try to get closer to God and read the Bible that made me be like, "Oh, hey, what's going on here? The, some of this stuff doesn't match up." And luckily, I wanted to be a moral person, and so I went into like moral philosophy and stuff. But as we know, most people when they see, "Oh, well, that doesn't make sense. How could this whatever in the Bible that doesn't make sense?" So let's throw it all away. Christian values are stupid. I feel like we need we need something to combat that that overarching thought that so many of them really uh, so and them meaning atheists uh, you know think that it 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 can't be they can't ever you know align themselves with anything conservative anything republican anything like that unless it because they are not Christians and and I get that feeling personally as an atheist a lot and I just push through it because I know that the values on this side of the culture war are uh, objectively better but. I want to make it easier to bring more secular people uh, 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 on our side. We need them. Have you ever tried uh, approaching the ideas as if they're enlightenment values? Because the Judeo-Christian uh, type of uh, morality is heavily, uh, well, is, is strongly compatible with enlightenment values, uh, heavily influenced. Yeah. So if you have friends or or you know, an impulse that's like, oh, you know, these things that Christianity taught when they come out of like the, you know, the, the Bible or whatever, they're, they don't have the impact for you. And that's understandable. I myself am an agnostic as well, but I believe that the, the principles that, that were formed in the enlightenment or part of, part of the, the, the enlightenment ideas was that the truth is the way to, uh, 
to engage with the world. Like, so you reason right. and the truth is what you're looking for. And that was something that was very compatible with the Judeo-Christian uh, ideology. I mean, that's what, what Christ said. Christ said, I'm the light, the truth, and the way. Um, and they, and, and Judeo-Christian, Judeo-Christian um, religions have never shied away from science. And that's part of why the enlightenment happened in Europe and started in, in, in the UK uh, or well in England was because uh, the, the church, because of the teachings that Christ said, Christ said that he was the truth. The, the church took that, uh, understood that as whatever you look for or whatever you're doing, you need to look for the actual truth because that's where Jesus is. That's where God is. You follow mm -hmm. me? So the, the, the true, yeah, true things that, that, that you can, can, you know, ascertain using, you know, reason and, and enlightenment, um, process uh they tend to line up strongly with the judeo-christian uh religion i actually really Absolutely. i really enjoy the presence of uh christians in the modern american world because our american values override i mean more or less free speech overrides any religious text any american is an american first and then the, it feels like then the religion comes second because like i have atheists hang out with christians and no one gives a shit we all like but we we speak our truth we speak we speak freely. Um, and it's right. awesome to see the evolution of Christianity from like back when they would execute someone for talking shit about God or Jesus. Now you can like shit all over Jesus's grave and you're totally <laughs> fine in this fucking culture because it's, you have a free speech right to do it. Uh, and it, it, it allows for, I think the, the, at least the, the coexistence of a lot of different religions, including atheism. Religion. We got to get back to the roots yeah. of what made yeah, this yeah. country great. Yeah. This melting pot, you know, diversity. <laughs> And, uh, uh, you know, inclusion, inclusion. Yes. True diversity, True intellectual diversity. Well, right. I mean, you know, obviously there's no easy answer to this. I, I really just kind of want to hear you guys thoughts and uh, anybody out there. Like I said, this is, a, 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 you know, a goal that I have to literally fix the bridge between the two different realities that we have in the culture war. And I, I do believe that I can do it. I maybe not, you know, right now, do I have the, the, the right answers? But I know for sure if I continue talking to people like you guys, I just uh, did a show with Peter Bogosian and asked the same kind of question. And I, I know that I'm getting closer. And I just think if we have more people who are willing to say, okay, well, let's see what's good with this. It mm -hmm. doesn't conflict with my religion. I still have my religion. Uh, but but let's see. I think if we do that, then then maybe. Maybe. Well, God oh, right fuck on, yeah. What's Thanks. your YouTube channel? It's uh, The Indian Jesus. So YouTube.com slash at The Indian Jesus Official. I'm uh, live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, obviously, come uh, you know during your guys' show. Uh, but uh, I also do daily videos. So uh, come on over, guys, and help me with uh, help me with my mission and my message. Right on. Right. Thanks for calling in. Thank That's you so much for taking the call, guys. Man. Best wishes, man. Cheers. All right. Uh, talk to Kaba, C-A-B-A. What up? How you doing? Hey man, I am. Um, I'm doing great. Speaking with all of you guys, I, uh, I think I, I Tim, I fell into um, following your podcast after following Work War Room and Natalie Winters. Bannon was on your show, and I had to hit had to hit it, and I was just blown away by the format, how you guys handle everything. Um, just want to say thank you, always thank you. Thank you. Cheers, man. Thank you for watching War Room. <laughs> Definitely. Um, my, my question is, so I, I, I was in the PNW 
I was in uh, operations meetings. We were diverting product into the hospitals that were delivering COVID patients when this first broke out. I, I stood toe to toe with people that were, I'm 6'2". I, I stood toe to toe with people who are five inches taller and you know 50 pounds heavier than me in grocery store parking lots um, because I wouldn't wear a mask in the store. And I just got to know, guys, it seems like lockdowns are coming. Yep. How do you protest them? You just ignore them. Yeah. You make fucking noise. Civil disobedience. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's different methods. I like to be the one that that uh, breaks, the, breaks the ice so that you don't have to. That's my personal tactic. I'll make some fucking noise. I mean, I built my body to make strange sounds, man, and I will trick your brain into thinking I'm right by making some certain sounds. That's my tactic. Don't, don't fucking give them an inch, dude. Yeah, I agree. No comply. It's really just as easy as like just ignoring it. Like in Idaho, when I was, I went, I went back from Hollywood for a while because at first I thought, yeah, it's Ebola, it's going to kill everybody, and then I realized quite quickly it's not. So it was my parents a lot of the time, and a lot of people just ignored it. I'm sure a lot of people that are in Texas, they're in Wyoming, and et cetera, can really relate to this. And like, and like, what's her name, Lauren Brown, who was here last night, was saying that people in Alabama just ignored it after a while. It's just like, yeah, it's just not there. So I think I don't know where in the Pacific Northwest you are. I assume that's what you mean by PNW, but. uh you know, like even Oregon, at least in East Oregon and uh, East Washington, people were just ignoring it. Like, yeah, make me put a mask on, basically. It's the best I can I can say to do, man. And understand, I think, too, the like historical context and the moment that you're living in. In other words, they want you to feel like you're crazy for not believing yeah. in it, right? Yeah. If you have the freedom, the independence to actually act based off of your own thoughts as opposed to, you know, the segments on MSNBC or CNN you pose an existential threat to their entire system, their entire regime. And I know all of this is so much easier said than done. I grew up in LA, so I, I know how it is to go against the grain. But I think if you use you know, the tactic of not dissociation, but you just don't let what other people think about you and, and the crazy lady in the grocery store who's going to yell at you because you're not wearing a mask, it, I just always take it as like a sign of, how low IQ they are and you sort of see the humor in it where you're just like, you're so dumb and to cap it all off, you actually think you're the smart one. You don't even realize you're being played. But I also think it's important too to like live somewhere and I don't even necessarily know if I'm talking on a city, state, you know, even at this point, country level. But, you know, I, I did move to Florida when the pandemic started. I was living in Chicago at the time and I just, I literally overnight like, got a place in Florida. I could not live in Chicago anymore. I was also in college. So it was like the mandates and craziness and, and just ridiculous. But being in an area where people didn't believe it and where the mandates weren't really a thing to some extent, um, I think really helped. So maybe take a vacation or go, I don't know, somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, fuck them. <laughs> There's like a, I don't know how how deep you get into manifestation and all that, but I do. We manifest in this channel now. I think so. Night. Yeah, it's real. And yeah. like, if you believe it's not happening, if you believe a certain thing is reality is coming, I I think if a lot of us believe that, it's more likely. So I won't let myself fall into the bullshit where I'm like, oh no, this is gonna no fuck you. We make the future, and if, we're doing it right now. If people don't comply with it, there's no lockdowns. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Yep. I have to say, I even I hate the term like "do not comply" because it implies. <clears throat> 
that there's going to be more lockdowns and more things that we are going to have to not comply with, I think. And again, I know this is wishful thinking because I know how House Republicans act, but they need to like defund these agencies that are going to start doing whatever these mandates and rolling out this and these state colleges or you know federally funded institutions that want to start implementing mask mandates and vaccine mandates. Strip the funding. Strip the funding. If we had a real government yeah. that actually acted in accordance with the people, that's what they would do. Again, will I hold my breath for House Republicans to do that? Heck no, they can't even impeach Joe Biden. But um, I think the framing of do not comply even already seeds too much ground. Well, well, we'll see about the impeachment. I have a feeling that they're waiting for election year. Yeah, me too. Why do it now? They got they got a they got an artillery shell ready to fire and they can do it in election year. Well, we'll see. Because like, why isn't Matt for? Why isn't Matt Gates trying to get him removed? I'm like, I think they know the impeachment's going to come. Yeah, October surprise. Yep. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> who was right, I? Man, Guess thanks. who I was just then? Anyone? Kamala. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, good sir. See you, dude. Yeah, appreciate it. Cheers, man. Okay. Ian, keep lifting, bro. Oh hell yeah, Love dude! It. We're doing shoulders and uh, shoulders and chest tomorrow. No, no, you back and drink chest. That cream, cream tonight. You should try Pilates you, one day. I was looking at that machine you had mentioned. What's it called? Yeah, the yes. Reformer. Ugh, the best. Maybe I'll get one. Right <laughs> on. Ian, yeah. You you going up? You you blowing up tonight was awesome. I love seeing that passion in you, dude. You have such a great heart. I love you through and through. You keep fighting for all of us. We're all one race, bro. Humans. Let's go. Hell yeah, man. Thank, yeah. I, I right on, you. man. Thank you, man. Cheers. Thanks for calling. Cheers, man. All right. Uh, let us talk to <laughs> Flair the Hatebound. What up? <laughs> Sick up? name. What's up, Hello, dude? Tim Cass and Natalie. Hello, Flair. Hi. I have a question specifically for Natalie Winters. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what what are your thoughts on Vivek uh, stating he would be open to pardoning Hunter Biden, but then that kind of leading towards the justice system seeming, you know, uh, off and not as trustworthy when Trump hasn't been, you know, considered a pardon in the past four years for his alleged crimes it just seems very uh flip very weird that he would want to pardon hunter biden and yeah, not that's that's super weak i could think of hundreds if not thousands if not tens of thousands of people who deserve pardons before hunter biden i'd start with the january 6 people and of course donald trump and all the random people that they've included in all and in all these indictments around him i think it sort of goes back to what we were talking about in the show earlier and as much as Vivek is an outsider and I think outsiders are important I think Donald Trump is because he had that first term is the perfect blend of outsider but also understand how the system works right and you know that the administrative state has a very deep bench of attacks that they have on whoever the Republican nominee is going to be I'd argue mm -hmm. if it's DeSantis if it's Vivek it's not as much as they have against Donald Trump because I don't think they see DeSantis, the Tim Scotts, the Nikki Haley's of the world as much of an existential threat to the system as, say, Donald J. Trump. But we don't we are at, at such a precipice right now where I don't think we have time for someone like Vivek, who is just an untested individual in the realm of being president. Right. And I think all of the, the kitchen sink and the 
over and over kitchen sink that was thrown at Donald J. Trump throughout his four years. I really, truly do think that he has learned from his missteps. I don't think he's a perfect person. I think he he did make some some inaccuracies in the way that he went about trying to curtail the deep state. But I think when you look at the policy platforms that he's been putting out now, I think you see someone who is motivated by the right motivators, particularly retribution um, and revenge. But if you really drill down and, you know, I'm fortunate living in D.C. that I talk to a lot of people who are on the campaign and even sort of Project 2025, which was spun out of the presidential personnel office of the Trump administration, the second half, this was after the first impeachment when they really reoriented it to get in more Trump loyalists in there, which I think Trump did learn a lot from that first impeachment. These are the people like Johnny McEntee, James Bacon. All of these people are, are clinically studying the administrative state, how it's formed. They're part of that Trump group that out of the DOJ created the ideas of how to kind of work around the civil service protections to offshore and outsource these people to Alaska and these different states, move the FBI, all of this stuff. So Trump, but also the people that he has surrounded himself with and has, has continued to elevate, like Johnny McEntee is a perfect example. They really, with a fine tooth comb, are honing the tools and the weapons that they need to go against the administrative state. And I think the comment that you brought up by Vivek is just sort of an example. We don't have time for games. I know he's very flashy. He's very articulate. And as someone who loves the English language, I appreciate his syntax and diction and, and word choice. It's amazing. But yeah. we need someone who is ready to fight because we, we are at war, whether or not we know it. Vivek VP. Yeah, it just seems odd. I think Tucker would be better. but yeah. I like Tucker VP. What, what was that you Vivek's said? Vivek's just untested, in my right. opinion. I agree. I agree. I like Vivek a lot. He I could like be that great. He's a, he's a CEO, like a billionaire CEO. So that's my that's past my tech. Well, he's like worth like eight hundred million or seven hundred million or something. Or something. Yeah. You should you should look up the like who they sold the company to. It's sort of weird. Who did they sell the company to? It was loosely linked to Sequoia Capital, which I feel bad detracting from this nice person who wanted to ask me a question. We're totally going off off the rails. Like but Sequoia That's Capital okay. is very intimately linked um, to the Chinese Communist Party. And this is not just classic Natalie China fear mongering, but Sequoia Capital has has weaponized in how they, they donate to a lot of political candidates, hmm. particularly on the Republican side. If you look, there's a really large controversy, not in conspiracy land, but genuinely over um, Mike Turner, um, Kevin McCarthy, how they've taken money from Sequoia Capital. Um, and in turn, they've sort of shut down a lot of investigations, not just into Sequoia Capital, but into the Chinese Communist Party's infiltration into the United States, particularly Devin Nunes's um, investigation um, back, this was back in, in 2018. Um, and I think it's very shady that there are some Sequoia ties to the parent company that bought Vivek's company. Again, it's not even like you can nickel and or, or, you know pinpoint cherry pick little things about Vivek's resume that are weird. I'm not saying the guy's like a weird deep state plan. I'm not saying I just think we are at a time right now. I wish we had the luxury to experiment with someone like him and see what it would be like if he were in the Oval Office right for four years. But we don't have the time. And frankly, I think Donald Trump is the incumbent. Right. Yeah. We don't mm -hmm. have to get into that. But I think, like I said, all of those people running are doing a disservice to the Republican ground game in 2024. Yep. But it's disrespectful to Donald J. Trump because the Republican Party is his 2020 yeah. election aside. It's still his. Yeah. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I just thought it was weird that he wanted to pardon the Bidens 
or Hunter especially, when no one's given Trump a special special con- counsel, as he put it. I'm sure. I'm um, sure he in would, the but, New York yeah. Post. And remember, Trump announced he yeah, appoint, is going to appoint a special counsel to look into the Bidens. True. Yeah, so. uh, Vivek said he was going right. to pardon Trump. I think that was his first Appreciate pardon. Before, yeah. The day yeah. he got elected, the day he oh, okay. got sworn in, he would do yeah. that. He's. I mean, from like what I can tell, and I know you asked Natalie the question, is that he's looking at some like cross line ceasefire just so that we can move forward as a unit mm-hmm. that, i think that's the the basis of the tactic pandemic amnesty no <laughs> yes give Anthony yeah. fauci a pardon let it go no way no well, pardons for those people. i'm no. so done with torching shit man let's just make a better if you future pardon them imagine what they're gonna do next time well, then they and burn. right now is the potential next time but what, what if you give them a what pardon? are the consequences of pardoning them right so like we because we right the 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 timeline we just said is they did something bad. We pardon them. Then there's what if they do it again? But what? And then you say we burn them. But what you're missing Not is literally. how many people die because of what they do again? Yeah. How many yeah. lives do they point. ruin? How many people have to watch their parents die behind a glass window? Mm-hmm. The point isn't like let them keep messing up. And, and give them chances. The point is to prevent them from hurting other people yep. because they hurt people. They destroyed lives. Yep. Their actions ruined the lives of people. People's parents died alone, spent yep. their last moments suffering alone because of Fauci and because of the, the behaviors of, of the government. Yeah, like, so So there should be no pardons. Mm-hmm. There should be no forgiveness. There should be tri- There should be investigations, Tri- trials, and imprisonments. Yeah. And, I, maybe and, for and that, some people, yeah. Yeah, I, because because there's there has to be repercussions for the things that they've done. Not just like, well, last time you were really bad, so we're going to give you another shot, and then if you yeah. do it again, look out. I think one, one idea is that you expose what they did, because a lot of people don't know that Fauci had bot flies experimenting on dogs heads where they were consuming dogs li- infant- alive or that he was funding eco health alliance which was funding covid and but, they created a bioweapon they don't know so you it's not there well but what what vivek was saying and what i agree with is that you expose them you tell the entire world what they did then you pardon them and then you let the fucking masses take care of them yeah yeah if the culties will listen to it man I also think those people are very sensitive to the court of public opinion. They're very into the concept of legacy. Like that's mm-hmm. something that I think Anthony Fauci gets up every day, like with the Anthony Fauci doll in his backdrop, <laughs> right? He wants to preserve his legacy. And he, I'm sure, is so rattled by the fact that half of this country, I'd argue probably more than half this country, when they hear the word Anthony Fauci, there is a connotation that, that comes with that that is negative. And that wasn't, it wasn't totally like that maybe within the AIDS community, it was like that before COVID. But I think we also underestimate the fact that that really gets under his skin. Do I think he should be rotting in solitary? Uh, heck yeah. yeah. But on the legacy side of things, I think that matters a lot to this. All people. right, man. Thanks for, for, thanks for calling in, sir. Beast. Yeah, no problem, Tim. Uh, appreciate all that you do and hope to talk to you again soon. Right on, man. Flare the hate bound, ladies and gentlemen. Love <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Next Later. Later, Later Flair. Uh, let's talk to Joey. Maximus. Uh, oh, Maximus. No, Joey Canoli wants to go last, All so right, we're nice. gonna talk to Maximus here. Maximus, how you doing? Good. Uh, I was just uh, calling in to see if mainly Tim would be interested in doing a segment, kind of spaced out from your daily content. Where, for example, you could go into the impeachment of Donald Trump and cover from the very beginning each individual item like Hillary Clinton paying for 
uh, information that was false to be used to impeach him. And walking through exactly what happened step by step by step with less opinion thrown in there. Well, that sounds like a job for that, sounds like a job for Hannah Claire. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, 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 kind of thing. Mean, yeah absolutely. Yeah. We, we've talked about it with her. But, as well. uh, essentially to reach out to the people on the left that don't want to hear opinion and will more so turn their heads when they hear factual information. That's that, I think that's your, we, 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 we've talked about doing it and uh, I think we want to do it. Yeah. Have Hannah Claire do deep dives that are just like straightforward, write it out, put clips on, show all the sources and break it down. Yeah. But that, to me, I, for, I just personally, I think that a lot of people are going to look at the facts. They're not going to care about the facts. They really care about their feelings more than facts. Sure. Know? But uh, if someone's like, let me show you this video, you can watch it. And it's a, yeah. like a blanket news report they can send to a family member. That makes sense. That said, to caveat what I just said, at the same time, people don't know this stuff at all. They have no exposure to this. Which news, is why so. we need a non-opinion, exactly. non-esoteric approach exactly. to it. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Thanks for kicking the spurs into the horse. On yeah, that that's one. a good that idea, seems. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, one last little thing. Uh, I definitely want to see an interview between Paul Stamets and Ian. Oh, I would love to. Stamets, He's the, yeah. like the world leading mycologist, the yep. mushroom scientist. That guy's brilliant. He's been on Rogan's podcast before. I love him so much and I would love to do a show with him. Thank you. Well, thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Right on. Good. All right. Thanks for calling in. I'll, I'll talk to Hannah Claire and we'll see if we can get that going. Hey, thank you. You guys have a good night. Thanks. Right on, man. Have a good Appreciate one. it. Likewise, man. All right. And last but not least, Joey Cannoli. How are you? It is I, Joey Cannoli from the Discord. <laughs> You're a residential <laughs> rapper. Hey. Um, so I have a question for you guys, and then I have one for Miss Natalie Winters. <laughs> so my question is, as a native degenerate, total miscreant from the grimy streets of New York, I see the talk of mandates coming back, but I see nothing indicating any enforcement. Being in Manhattan, I see nobody wearing masks anymore. I see no precautions. The elites have tried to do the COVID scare before after the initial time, and it fell on deaf ears. I don't think it'll happen again. Do you guys feel like you need to exaggerate the point to keep people on their toes? No. no. I, I, I said this during the show. I think they will come out and say, we're not going to force or mandate it, but we're going to issue these guidelines and then they'll use that as a pretext for mail-in voting. Yeah, but like, I don't think people are going to be afraid to go outside. I mean, they're going to do the mail-in voting anyway. They already passed those things as laws anyway. Right, and they and, and they'll need another. Uh, they'll use another excuse. They'll they'll make another crisis. That's what I was saying earlier. I'm not entirely convinced that it will. You know, I, I'm. They're they're bringing it back in some respects already. We are seeing, like like we showed, the uh, uh, they've already got vax mandates heavily in effect that have stayed in effect. Some COVID policies have never gone away. They're bringing it back at, uh, what was it, that, uh, that university in Georgia. Yep. They mm-hmm. brought it back to oh, two right. hospitals in New York. That's right. And so I don't think it's exaggerating the point to be like, hey, look, these institutions are literally doing this thing. Stay, keep an eye out because they might try to bring this shit back. Yeah, it's true. It's just, you know, in the beginning of COVID, when I was in New York, there was just like, everyone was wearing a mask. I even saw like kids at the park wearing masks. And now it's like nobody's even like rat, thinking rat, about it. So. Rat hope experiment. Uh, no. they, they, they drop you in the cylinder, make you freak out, pick you up, dry you off, make you think everything's fine. Then they drop the hammer and you swim for 60 hours before dying. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think the hammer is, I think the hammer is going to fall. And I just, I don't, I don't think the, the vibe I'm getting is that people are over it. Yeah, man, you can't centrally plan the human consciousness. No, I think to assume that desperate, failing political elites would just be like, well, we give up. 
is probably the wrong. Oh, way they're not going to give up. They're going to do something else. They're going to yep. try another plan. I th- I don't think they can do the COVID card again. I bet they maybe could. Maybe it'll be. Maybe it'll be. I don't think so. Maybe it'll be climate lockdowns. But I don't think they can pull the COVID card again. But else, who says it's going to be COVID? They're going to say BA two eight six. They're going to they're going to make up some psycho bullshit. Yeah, another one. It's but but the, the point is we even talked about climate lockdowns. The the idea that we only just said they're going to lock down because of COVID is not what, what our conversation was. We said they'll use it as an excuse to roll out or expand mail in voting. They might. They probably won't force anyone to do anything because it's not going to work. Or they'll try climate lockdowns, which was what we talked about. Climate lockdowns are probably more likely, but for COVID, I think we're over that. Yeah, the uh, the smog's a big one because they said the smog's going to come back and they've already primed everyone to be scared of it. Mm -hmm. And I got to be honest, smog, the the smoke that came through, it was incapacitating. Yeah. No question. I walked in this studio and it was smoky in here. Yeah. Because of the way our ventilation worked out. We had to fucking tape up the vents. It was benzene and that shit, yeah. Yep. And I was having trouble breathing, and Bocus was hyperventilating oh, yeah. and, and struggling to breathe. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was fucked. And they're going to be like, everyone, stay inside. The smog is super high. The particulates are bad. You can't go outside anymore. The desolation of smog. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> all right. So before I ask my next question, I just want to say I'm hosting the After Dark and Discord with Olivia Claire after this. Based. Right on. So, oh, yeah. Sweet. Cool. So my question for uh, Miss Natalie Winters is, what's a fellow like me got to do to holler at you? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently call into the after show. I think yeah. you're, I think you're doing it. There, there's your new, uh, your new ad. <laughs> That's very nice of you. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Natalie G Winters. Oh, I'm already following you everywhere. You, you, you got to follow you can me back. D- you can <laughs> DM me order, yeah. on Instagram, and I will right. I will take a look. She just opened the DM, dude. <laughs> Slide in easy. Wait, let me be a gentleman. Right. Do this right now. Be a gentleman. Be polite. <laughs> we just broke off with the boyfriend, so you never know. Hey, oh, how long was the relationship? Very complicated question. <laughs> on and off. I've been through that. Hey, yes. That's, I was uh, actually supposed to be on a flight literally right now to Paris. Wow. Oh, instead, I'm here. Well, we got lucky then. So, yeah, All thank right. you. <laughs> I sent you a message. You got to accept something now. There so. you go. Oh, gosh, thank you. <laughs> well, right on, man. I'd say All thanks right. for calling in, but I think you got the favor out of this one. <laughs> yeah. It's a I was just going to say you can check my... Uh, my uh, bio and you on a Discord and go listen to the song I have uploaded. Nice, right cool. on, man. Well, thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thank you for letting me thanks, call, Joey. Absolutely. Cheers, man. Enjoy the late show. All right, see you. Yeah, that's so cool that everyone does, they they do that after dark show on the Discord. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad we. I'm glad this is working out. This is really cool. Uh, Natalie, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to come back anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, for all you members, seriously, thank you so much. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the skate thing. I'll probably have a more definitive answer tomorrow. It seems like we probably just won't do it. Because I'm just like, I'm not going to fight someone to give money to people. And if the people have a problem, like they were looking forward to the money, ain't nothing I can do about it. If the people who are running it don't want us involved, I'm just going to be like, all right, dude, we'll take our money and we'll go do our own skate contest with Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and Futurama references, but no actual Blackjack and hookers. But uh, we're talking about just doing our own skate jam and contest with ridiculous cash prizes. Yes. And we've got a bunch of pro skateboarders who are already interested in coming out. So let them let them do their woke little shenanigans, whatever. And I got no beef. But uh, I appreciate it. You guys as members allow us to do these kinds of things and we're going to do more. So thanks for hanging out and we'll see y'all tomorrow. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.